still holding on, you're still the one. And if you're feeling lonely, don't. Because even though I'm not in the Jeep, I'm in the truck next to you, boxing. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ Podcast. Now let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. What's going on, everybody? So... Oh man, Tara and I, uh, we got a, we got a new car a couple days ago. We got a Jeep. Um, Tara's always wanted a Jeep, and so we just finally said, well, "Let's let's go get you one." On the way home, we were kind of bummed because here we spent all day looking for. You know, I don't love getting cars; it takes forever. So we we get this car, and we're driving home. We actually end up getting in Huntington Beach, which is about you know forty five minutes away from our house. And we're driving home, and we're like, "Oh, we can't even drive home together in the Jeep, right?" So the whole way home. We were like boxing back and forth, and that's one of the songs we were saying. Anyway, it was a lot of fun. I guess you would have had it been there. So, um, guys, it is launch week. I'm so excited. Uh, as some of you may know or may not know, once or twice a year, we reopen the doors to our uh, primary coaching program, House Hoping Formula. Um, and we're doing that this week. In fact, today, as of today, as of you getting this podcast, the doors are officially open and they'll be open for about a week, just over a week from the time of, of this podcast came out. So, um, you can go to housewhippingformula.com right now. Uh, if you're, if you know you're ready to go and you've been waiting for this, you can go there right now to, uh, sign up for, for the program and we cannot wait to be working with you. And this time in House Hoping Formula, what I've done is I've worked with, I've talked with with Andy McFarland, who's already been one of the coaches, but now I've brought on Mike and Mike as House Hoping Formula coaches. I've brought on Bill Allen as House Hoping Formula coaches, so you can continue to get um, help and feedback and perspective from all these amazing people that are killing it in their house hoping or wholesaling business. We just keep trying to give to you as much as we can. And, and the goal of this program is to help you cut that learning curve and, and get there a lot faster. So in honor of opening and starting House Hoping Formula, opening the doors again, what I've done is for the next uh, next week or so, I'm going to be interviewing a few people, uh, a few of the members of House Hoping Formula. So you can not only learn from them and, and their journey, but also hear what, what their thoughts are on House Hoping Formula and what it's done for them and how their business has changed since joining the program. So today... We have a very special guest. Um, I introduce him in, in, in the um, here in a little bit. His, his name is Tim Dye. He's an, an awesome member of House Hoping Formula, and he's just killing it. And he, he's one of those guys who he's not doing 100 houses a year right now, but he will be shortly. I mean, he is on the right trajectory. He's doing all the right things. So I wanted you guys to kind of hear from him. He recently quit his job, was making a really good income, quit his job, went all out, and we kind of talk about that a little bit. So... Uh, I won't get I get into it in the interview, so I won't get into it too much right now. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, I give you the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Tim Dye. Take it away. Hey, hey, what's going on, House Hooping Nation? I hope you guys are all doing amazing. Hope you're out there killing it in your house hooping and wholesaling businesses. Um, you know, a lot of times I have people on this show who, you know, are doing a hundred deals, two hundred deals a year and but occasionally, I like to get someone on who um, who's kind of not very long ago is where a lot of you guys might be, or is currently where some of you guys are, and and, and talk to them and how did they do it? How did they get there? Because uh, I know there's some of you out there that are 
struggling and thinking, how can I do it? And and talking to people like this will be huge for you. So, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only Tim Dye. What's going on, Tim? Yeah. What's going on, House Flipping Nation? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so funny because I get on these calls with people and... Um, you know, you, you were saying like, you feel like I'm like a celebrity or something and, <laughs> and I'm just a normal dude. I can't even get my audio figured out. I'm like, wait, hold on. My auto's not working. And I took a couple my, calls to get going. My sweatpants. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's just, it makes me smile when someone mentions that. And, and it's cool. Cause it shows me, um, you know, the impact that I've been able to have, which is cool, but I'm, I'm just a normal guy, man. Just don't, don't hold your expectations too high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was telling you beforehand how when I, you know, I joked with my wife that when you reached out to me and said you want to interview me and she even her and she doesn't listen to the podcast, but she jumps on the uh, the coaching calls or stuff every now and she was like, what? Justin Williams, you, you don't stop talking about him. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I've made it. Sort of. <laughs> so cool. man. It's funny because I just shot you a message. Hey, Tim, you want to be on the podcast? And then and then you're and it's interesting hearing like how that was like to you. And it was like, this, like, Oh yeah. my gosh. So yeah, that, that's cool. Um, so why don't you give us a little more of, of your background, fill in some of those gaps, and then we'll get in a little more into your journey, how you got to where you are now and, and where you are and then what your plans are for the future. Sure. Yeah. I'd love to share. Um, so I'm, you know, born and raised in Columbus, Ohio, my wife and I both and family, huge Buckeye fans go bucks, which yeah. you know probably, Half, half the country probably loves and half hates. You know? <laughs> exactly. Polarization, man. Polarization. It's okay. Right? Um, so, yeah, we're, uh, we're lifelong Ohioans. We did live in Cleveland for a few, few years, but mostly, you know, Columbus our entire lives. And been married to my wife, Katie, for 16 years. She's awesome. absolutely part, part of our business. And, you know, I still remember the day after kind of thinking that I might try to flip a house. And we have like a whiteboard in my office. And I started laying it out. And she's like, this is crazy. She's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I'm telling you, we could do this. And so it took her a little bit of convincing to get on board, but now she's like just gangbusters. Like go, go, go. So she, you know, it was fun to get started. So she's a huge supporter. And you should have had her on. I, I, I should have, I should have. Yeah. Who knows? She might pop in the kids. Will Call be her and be like, Hey, come get on here. Okay. Just tell yeah. her. It, well, we'll have her on in, in a couple months. It'll be her show. Okay. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I have three uh, three amazing kids, young kids, uh, five, seven, and eleven. Uh, my youngest, Peyton, is five. That's my son, and then Gabe is seven. Um, he's my middle, and then Cammy, my daughter, is eleven. Um, Those so are she almost just started my kids middle. Ages. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, I knew you had kids. So busy place around here. I'm very busy coaching and now flipping houses and you know, all kinds of stuff. So, so it's you a coach lot of your daughter's basketball team. Is that right? I saw you guys just won the championship. We did. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, you know, I'm a little competitive, I'll admit, but you know, <laughs> those, my daughter, she's, she's a, she's a fiery one. She likes to compete and win. So yeah, I coach my boys in football and I coach softball, baseball, basketball. Um, and, I, and you know, I, I was able to do that quite a bit, even at my, my corporate job, but now it's just really freed me up to, to have all the time I need to do that kind of stuff. So you're not busy, which is awesome. You don't, you don't have anything going on. That's the reason why you're oh. able to be successful in flipping houses. Yeah. You're not busy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why I love having this background, right? So people can connect because uh, a lot of times, yeah. Oh, this person can do this because they're like this or that. And the truth is guys, yeah. we all have stuff that, that, that 
that we got to take care of, right? Yep. And so it's a matter of finding a way to make it happen. So. Absolutely. And when I, you know, when I started getting momentum in this, it was it was with a full time job. I mean, there was some crossover. What was really crazy, and I was like, something had to give. But at the beginning, definitely. I mean, I was working a full time job and figuring out how to get this business started and picking up some momentum for sure. That's absolutely how I got started. Um, so yeah, and I so I worked a uh, I worked at a, a, one of the largest companies in the world and the most admired companies in the world for 10 years. It was a wonderful job and a great company to work for. And I hired and worked for amazing people over my career. And it was tough to leave. I mean, I was, I was happy and I was, uh, well paid, um, very well paid and things were going well. So there's some people that definitely thought I was a little nuts for wanting to leave, (laughs) but my wife and I knew that, you know, this was our passion and we thought that we could be good at it. And just all the other intangibles um, that, that we thought c- it could bring, and we, you know, we don't regret it at all. I left, uh, I left last the first, basically the first of November of last year, and it's just been one of the best decisions that we've ever made. That's awesome, man! Congratulations. Yeah. I remember when you posted you. that in the in the house flipping formula Facebook forum group, and I was just like really happy for you. So that's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, it was really cool, like really nerve wracking at the time and just a lot of anxiety building up. And it took some it took some outside counsel. I mean, I got to be honest with you, I I was I reached out to some people in house flipping formula. And I'm like, am I crazy for thinking about doing this? And, you know, basically the answer was I got after they learned a little bit about me. And so the momentum I had was why? What are you waiting for? Like, why didn't you leave months ago your job or whatever? Basically saying if you've done this much with a full-time job and with three kids and all the stuff you have going on, imagine if you could, you know, commit more time to building up your business and your systems and that sort of thing. So that's so cool. Now I want to, I want to back up a little bit because I actually that what you just said is really important, but I want to make sure people recognize that they said they talked to you and you had some momentum and you were, you had kind of put yourself out there a little bit. We've recently had someone in the group who, um, like they, they were talking on Facebook and in and, and the forum group and they, they mentioned how um, they, they quit their job I'm like cold turkey right like they didn't have any experience in real estate they're making a good income and they quit their yeah. job and I want to make sure people know you know I, I, I take a big responsibility I don't just do this podcast and, and market to like have a business and make money no, no it's I want to help people and I want to make sure there's yeah. thousands of people listening. I want to make sure not one person out there is taking this the wrong way. I see some people who are way too conservative, and they right. got like they have a year's worth of savings in the bank. They're already killing it in the real estate business, and they still like I'm afraid to quit my job. I'm like, okay, you know that like that's not my personality at all, right? Right. But yep. then I saw this guy who quit his job cold turkey, threw a ton of money at his business, which is which is cool because it shows like he's got you know, guts, right? And we'll keep the guts. He's going after it. And I love that. It fell fast, take action, make it happen. I'm sure he learned a ton from that, but he didn't, yeah. it looks like he didn't have very much savings. And I didn't talk to him in detail. Like I could tell I, he was kind of stressed. Right. And yeah. so he's going to kind of take a step back and probably go back to his job, but he's built some good momentum, which is cool. But like, how do people know, like how, how would someone know like when it's time to take that leap? And I know there's not a right or wrong answer, but let's maybe help them identify some things. Yeah, I think, you know, I definitely am in the middle, right in the middle there. Like, I'm not like crazy risk taker, go out there and just, you know, make it, you know, lay it all out there. But I'm also not ultra conservative. I know that, 
you know, and, and a little bit of this I've kind of learned from you too, is like anything in, in life worth, you know, that's worthwhile is going to take some risk. Nothing comes easy. And so, you know, you have to be, uh, and my wife and I talk about this all the time, you have to be willing to take some risks to go after what you want. Absolutely. You know, if it, were, if it were that easy, then everyone would be doing it. Yep. So you have to be okay with that, but you also have to be smart, you know, and you talk about mitigating risks a lot and just making sure that you minimize them as much as possible. You're never going to completely eliminate it. So, you know, the way that I did it, and I'm not saying this is the right way, is, is I just had specific goals that once I get to this point, then I will leave my job. So, for example, um, for me, it was once we got on a pace where we were able to buy, you know, let's just say a house every other month, you know, and it seemed like it was systemized and the momentum that way. And we had X dollars of savings and it wasn't a year. I mean, we didn't have that much saved up, but it was, it was comfortable. Mm -hmm. That was the goal that we set up. And then as soon as we hit that goal, we, we did it. And we said, you know what? We committed to this goal. If we got to this point and it happened sooner than we thought, we thought that we actually thought that was going to happen in 2017. And then we looked at each other in like September of last year. We're like, we're actually there and we're almost buying a house a month now. And we have that savings because we closed on a house that we made like really good money on for a flip. And so that boosted our savings. And so we said, look, we, we committed to the goal. We said we could do it once we got to that goal. So let's not back down now. Let's just go for it. Well, you're probably like, okay, I have a full-time job. I have a family. I'm a coach. And I'm making this much money kind of like on the side. <laughs> like, right. yep. what could I do if I went full-time? Yeah. And on the flip side, from a negative standpoint, because everything wasn't rosy and peaches, like it was hard because I was work. I, you know, I didn't give up energy on my job. You know, I was still putting emotional and psychological and physical energy into my full time job, and yet I was really excited about building this this house flipping business too. So I was tired. I mean, it was like, man, I'm I'm working, you know, 45, 48 hours a week, full time corporate job. And then I'm also, you know, spending 20 to 25 hours a week building this business. And so I just knew that that, that couldn't continue. I wasn't going to be able to maintain that pace and still be a great husband and a great father. So I, I, I something had to give. And so that's that's where I made it. it. It's kind of interesting. My wife and I were just having this conversation because she recently launched a business. And there was a period of like two months where it was, it was, it was crazy. Like things were definitely lacking. But it was also like she's going after her dream. And, and it was... So it was worth it, but we both right. agreed this pace would not be able to continue exactly. for like an entire year in order for us to still be happy. So I think there's certain times when it's, it's okay to go, okay, for the next 90 days, we're going to go all out. Like we have some savings, right. but we're going to get out. We're going to go, let's go get a couple of deals so that we're right. not just going completely yep. cold turkey because this business is not, is not easy. Like you said, or everyone would be doing it. It's, it's simple. The process is simple and it's cool. Like if you get involved with people, like, like you said in house living formula, for one, you had house living formula, but then you had people in house and formula that you could reach out to and talk to. Um, and, and you know, that, that's huge. Right. But it doesn't mean the business is, is easy. Right. It's, and it's really interesting, but part of my personality too. And I think you kind of touched on this is I am a, a very passionate person. Mm -hmm. And I just can't, like, I am unemployable. Like, they talk about people are unemployable. I am unemployable. I mean, and, and so I think there's a lot of things to consider. You, your your age, your personality, 
your do you have savings? How much do you have? Have you taken some action in your house flipping or wholesaling business? Because I don't know, you might take action and realize this isn't for you. Just, just saying, right? Like for those who it is for, it is and can be is very can be very lucrative, especially if you create the systems that we teach about um, and and uh, you know join the right groups to to cut that learning curve. But it doesn't mean that it's super easy and it's going to happen right away or overnight. It's not a get rich oh, yeah. quick thing. Yeah, nobody nobody should be fooled into thinking that it's easy at all. I mean, it it definitely works by following some of the steps that you know that you're taught in house flipping formula and you know through through other successful people. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't take commitment and persistence. You know, and things don't always go great. So you have to stay positive. So it's definitely not easy for sure. So let, let's jump back a little bit and get into some of the details. So a couple of years ago, you decide you want to maybe flip a house. You start listening to uh, me and, and Danny, which is awesome because Danny happens yeah. to be in house living fall and now seven figure flipping is one of my favorite people. Uh, look, I'm going to say it how it is, right? There's a lot of sleaze buckets out there like in this industry, <laughs> like the education industry. And it, it drives me yeah. crazy. And right. fortunately, Danny is one of the very few that, that I know of who, um, who is not like that. So, right. How, I mean, okay, the, don't take this wrong way, but how did you find both of us? Because we're one of the few that actually, anyway, yeah, I'll let you. Absolutely. <laughs> so this is, this is kind of the story is that, you know, I, I was, I wanted to kind of start rekindling, maybe buying another rental property because I had like been very passive at that. So I started looking at properties and I looked at property after property after property and finally you know, a, a longtime friend that knew that, you know, I was pretty organized and that sort of thing said, you know, why don't you think about maybe flipping a house? And I'm like, no, that's crazy. That's too risky. Why would anybody, I don't know anything about that. Um, and, and then it happened again. He said, you know, you should still think about flipping a house. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. So then finally I like, I'm like, well, maybe I'll just look into it. So I just read a little bit and like, okay, I, I don't know anything about the business at all. And then, uh, so once I started to pique my curiosity, the first thing I did was I started looking for podcasts. So that's what I do. And anytime I'm interested in a subject, I usually start with podcasts. And, um, and so I, I found yours. I'm like thankful that I, there is one of the first ones I found for whatever reason, searching, um, on iTunes. And so I started listening to the beginning of like, this is way back, like your first podcast back when you know it was rough around the edges and yeah. all that stuff and um but i love the content i love your energy and i was listening to it while i was mowing the lawn the sun this had been the summer of 2015 and after i listened to a couple i'm like man i couldn't get enough and i kept listening awesome. to the next one and the next one and the next one and i was jumping around on content like jumping ahead because by then you had had quite a few out so, but then i decided i'm just going to listen to them in order and i started listening a big part in order so that's how I found you and really just kind of um, gravitated to your energy and your positivity versus like I, I did listen to some other ones, but they're just kind of, you know, just not quite the same. You know, some of it had good content, but it didn't get me pumped up to go out and think that I could do it. All right. um, so, I, so I just kept listening to yours. And then um, I remember coming across um, Danny didn't have a podcast yet. Then he right. started He started it later. Um but part of how I was interested is because I knew that he was doing some of the website stuff too. And then yeah. I realized he's actually an act, active investor. The interesting thing about Danny is that I love the – it's like yin and yang. 
Like you're the energetic guy bouncing off the walls and getting me charged up and thinking I can do it. And Danny is actually more like my personality really is actually like pretty level headed. He's not like a salesman because I'm not yeah. a salesman at all. And I'm sitting there thinking if Danny can get sellers to convince <laughs> you know, sellers to sell them their house, I can do it. That's I don't awesome. think that's my Danny, but I was just able no. to identify them and that's why I kept that's awesome. listening to him and like, man, he's really smart and he's doing things the right way. So, you know, I kind of like was blending my strategy mostly around the two of you guys. And then, you know, you guys are both in similar family situations too. That's what I identified with your, your wives are involved with your business, just like mine. You've got small kids. Um, you know, you're probably not dragging kids around to the house as much as you were, but I knew Danny was when I was listening to him. He's dragging <laughs> kids around to the house. And the I don't even go anymore to the house. <laughs> my, my kids get sick. They're like, Oh, we got to go to another house and look at that. And you know, now we've got houses we've bought, rehab, and sold, and my kids have never even been to. That's awesome. Um, even my wife, there's a, probably a couple of those too. So it's just crazy. So that's kind of how I found you and really identified with 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 you and Danny, and it just kind of took off from there. That's awesome. So you had the podcast. I mean, why you joined House Flipping Formula? I think you said in summer of 2016. Why? Right. I mean, you had you had the podcast. You had there's a bunch of other free content out there. Why? Why did you make that investment? Were you hesitant to make that investment? Are you glad to make yeah. an investment? Maybe I shouldn't ask that. I don't know. But... <laughs> I shouldn't have made it. It was so stupid. I want my money back <laughs> right now. Oh, no, this is awkward. This is uh, really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I was hes- I was hesitant for a few months. And I get, you know, it's a, lot, it's a lot of money um, for somebody that's just starting out. And I wasn't sure what I was going to get for it. Um, but I just thought that, you know, I've probably drawn about as much as I'm probably going to draw from podcasts. And, and I was, I, I really kind of had a goal, you know, you talk about taking action all the time. One of my goals is just like building my network. Like I had a goal of like one person every other week here locally, even to connect with It kind of seemed like they knew what they were doing. Um, and then even nationally a little bit, that's part of why I just went ahead and reached out to like Danny and Melissa and Kate Hall and uh, Andrew McDavid and some other people. These are people um, which is part of my house flipping formula. I went to join house flipping formula. You reached out to me yeah, once I joined it. Yep, but but it, it started locally here, yeah. building the network. But then I knew that I wanted to build you know a bigger network and kind of a stronger network of people that really knew what they were doing. And so I kind of figured that, um, and, and I knew just from reading about what house flipping house flipping formula was that once I got in there, I'd be able to build my network even more. And I and I would just have a forum to. You know, I still had thousands of questions, and I still do. I learn every day, but I knew that, that that some of those questions would get answered once I joined that group, and that that's definitely held true. I mean, I I I'm not afraid. I I try to be humble enough to know that I'm going to always learn, and no question is a dumb question. And I go in there and post what what I assume is probably a pretty dumb question, but I don't know the the answer to it, so I post it anyway. And everyone's just always so gracious about like they just answer it you know or they'll point me in the right direction or whatever and so that's what I love about it is like that's the first place I go I was just on there the other day um because I we started rehabbing a house and I identified this cool old fireplace but it had some messed up place I didn't know what to do with it first place I go take a picture put on house flipping for and like hey anybody have any ideas you know that's a minor detail but anything goes in there you know you can ask the question and sure enough People had all kinds of ideas, and, and one of them is probably what we're going to do. But, you know, that stuff goes for big topics, too, seller financing and, 
you know, how to get private money lenders and like all kinds of stuff. So that's why I pulled the trigger and joined and, you know, it was totally worth the investment. Oh, that's good to hear. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you thought it was that's worth what it. you're waiting for. I know, right? It was definitely <laughs> worth it. It's so worth it that honestly, like I was telling you beforehand, I, I literally don't even remember what we spent on it now. I, like roughly I do, but it, it was, it, it felt like such a big deal at the time to make that commitment. And then like once I got in there, like now I don't know what I would do without it. So I can't even remember. Well, it's what like, I and if it helps you do like one more deal, which means yeah. you're slacking, you know, if it helps you do one more deal in the next 12 months. Yeah. Or not even do one deal. You, it'll pay, it pays for itself even if you have a deal, but it helps you avoid a thousand dollar, two thousand dollar mistake, whatever, then it pays for itself right there. But it's if like you do one more deal, then yeah, forget it is, about it. Yeah. It's. My goal when we created that program was just to create the world's largest um, community with one, the exact same goal. Because there's a lot of different things. People go to real estate investment clubs and they're taught about this and this and then I'm like, okay, one specific goal, creating a systematized house flipping or wholesaling business uh, that will work for you, right? That, that's it. Like people can ask other questions about rentals and different things. But right. we all have that one same goal. And then every once in a while, someone asks a question out here, right here. But it's all about focus. Like, I see so many people who aren't focused, and it's focus is what will make you rich. Focus is what will um, allow you to, to reach your dreams the fastest. And, and having right. everyone going in that exact same direction is is huge. So, Yeah, and that focus point is key, too. I have to remember that all the time because the shiny object syndrome yep. exists in this business. And then you hear about all these people, like, this guy's buying notes and – this guy's doing this and that. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, that should, maybe I'm just looking at that. And I'm like, nope, I get the blinders on. Like, <laughs> still so much to learn. And we're doing, we have such good momentum here that I'm just going to stay focused on what we're doing. And we'll worry about that, you know, five years from now. Or I had a friend once who said making money should be boring. And that was a good reminder to me because I do get excited about things. And sometimes, like, oh, it's like exciting, right? But it's like, right. Sometimes you just got to focus for long enough to where you get rich. And then <laughs> once things are systematized, once you're financially free, once all that's taken care of, then if you want to go do something else. You know, for me, like, even before I started educating, I mean, I, I was doing real estate for like nine, eight or nine years, had everything systematized, and I was literally bored. And yeah. then I was like, okay, now I can to go do something else. But I wanted to do it before, but I, I knew I wasn't ready. So. Right. Yep. Super cool. It's cool. So um, tell me, I mean, people like you were actually able to get on the phone with people like Kate Hall and Andrew McDavid and people in the group. I and mean, these guys are super successful making yeah. high six figures. They both, the, the uh, Kate and her sister and seven figure flipping since the beginning. Andrew McDavid just joined seven figure flipping. So these are very successful people. But you yeah. were able to get on a call with them because you're in house flipping formula, and, and what's not that everyone needs to reach out should reach out to them. <laughs> kind of mention, <laughs> but, but before I was afraid to mention them because I don't want everyone like calling them. But they were very, very gracious with their time because I know they're extraordinarily busy. But they super giving to me, you know. What is it? I mean, what is that like? Like, what's this community like? What's the culture of the community? What for it's people a, or someone who like, might be thinking about joining, right? It's like you get in there and you feel like you pretty much feel like everyone's equal because people are commenting and answering and suggesting. And it doesn't there's no preface with like, 
how wonderful this person is and how great they're doing and that this person's struggling. None of that really matters. It's just, there's, it's like, there's tons of great ideas going on. They're definitely successful people in there and they're definitely contributing some of their time. Um, but you know, they have no hesitation to help out and answer and jump in. And, you know, I found myself going from always asking questions, but never having any answers to sometimes now I have some suggestions cause I've been through the same awesome, thing. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, you kind of feel like it's your duty to give back a little bit because other people have helped, you know, provide some of those answers for me in the past. So, and I'm sure that's the reason that some, some of those people like, you know, Kate or Danny or Melissa or, you know, Andrew, like you, Andy, you know, everyone, the list goes on and on. Bill, I mean, Bill Allen, he's jumped in, answered a couple of things I've asked. Um, it's, you know, I'm not afraid. I've become comfortable after being in there for, you know, just a few months, but it only took a couple of weeks to get comfortable to where I'll just ask anything, you know, because everyone starts somewhere and it's kind of known. It's kind of known in that community that, you know, there's always going to be new people joining and there a lot of them are starting from the beginning and it's okay. You know, it's okay to just ask questions because everyone, everyone has to start somewhere and we all did. It doesn't matter if it was you or any of these other people or me, you know, you guys all remember when you started out, you know, at the beginning and how tough that was. So it's just a great community. And, and I, I kind of felt that way before I joined that based on what the little bit I learned about you and what you were trying to do and that you really did intend to, to help people. Of course, you've got a, a business to run and so forth, but your true intention was to help people. And you can feel that in your podcast and the way it comes across. And so like, well, if he's this giving in the podcast and sharing of information, then the community that he set up with House Flipping Formula, I'm sure, you know, reflects that as well. And it, it definitely hasn't let me down. I, I appreciate it. That means a lot. Um, I remember when, like, literally when I was, like, bored, didn't know what to do, realized I couldn't just surf and my whole life <laughs> because I was starting to feel unfulfilled. Um, and I just thought like, what's the one thing that I do for free? I like, and every time we go to a family thing or I'm with friends, like I get really excited when I could talk about real estate and business right. and, and creating that freedom. I see people not happy in their jobs and what they're doing. I'm like, well, do something about it. Right. right. Um, so, and, and, but I've also learned the, the hard way that people who don't pay, don't pay attention. Uh, people who aren't invested, it, it doesn't help. And, and for me to be able to reach a larger amount of people, I had to use a business sense and, and set it up as a business. And yeah. um, I think that's actually helped the community. If it was, if people didn't pay to get in, then it would be kind of like, I don't know, but you know, some tire kickers, some freeloaders, right? right? <laughs> you know? So yeah. I, it's, it's been good. It definitely makes you feel like, I know I feel like I have a little bit of an obligation to get on the coaching calls. Like not yeah. in a bad way, but no. look, I paid for it. And, you know, I'm still learning more than I'm giving for sure, but it doesn't matter. Like I, I set aside the time, um, you know, I think I've only missed one when we were on vacation, but you know, I, I get on the calls and I listen and I take notes and if I have an answer, an idea, I throw it out there. But, you know, you feel kind of obligated to do that because you've got some money in there. If it was, if it was free, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. I mean, maybe I'll get on, maybe I won't, but. Yeah, that's cool. And you have a dog, so it's like you have three kids. I mean, you have four kids. It's like four kids, right? Four kids. Yeah, she's such a good guard dog. I'm going crazy. <laughs> so, okay, but let's let's talk about your deals a little bit more. It, it, two years ago, you wanted to flip. How long did it take till you got your first flip? Uh, so once I like decided I wanted to try, you know, I 
I looked and looked and looked and probably had a little analysis paralysis for a couple months. And, you know, I think it took me like maybe six months before I finally like pulled the trigger and bought one. So a year and Um, a half ago, you you bought your first flip. Yep. Okay. And then it took you probably a few months to get that one done. So you did one at first at a time. And this is important for you here. Like I talk about exponential growth all the time. Nail it, then scale it. So you did one. So it's like decide you want to do it you're listening to me and danny six months you finally pull the trigger buy a house you're like oh this actually worked and that was like probably like the end of wait when was wait, so i bought that like the end of 2015 and we right. rehabbed into early 2016 and it's and sold it like sometime early in 2016 so you sell this one and then you decide you're going to do another one now did yep. you do like a couple at a time or you just do one still not yet. I bought one more. Okay. I bought another one once the other one was done. and bought another one. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try this again, see if it works. So I bought a second one, and that one you know, went fine, too. I mean, I didn't get rich off any, either of these houses, but I didn't lose money. Yeah. You know? um, so I definitely didn't make as much as I thought I was going to, but hey, I, I made a little money, and I learned a lot doing those. Okay. Yeah. And then you joined Housewing Formula in summer – last year so it sounds like you you did pretty good on one which is what allowed you to think okay maybe i can do this full time i, I can quit my job join house of formula is that correct yep yeah I, I started to once i had done basically two and realized that this could work but i'd have to like turn it into a business or systemize it somehow and i kind of like would hear you talk about that on the podcast systemizing i mm-hmm. i just knew that I'd have to turn it into a business and a system for me to do this full time. And that's when I started dreaming. Like when I, even when I first did the first house or two, I I never thought that like I could do this like full time, you know, I just thought that it'd be a side thing. But then after listening more to the podcast, I'm like, well, you know, people do this, like as the, (laughs) this is how they live. Right. And so, yeah, that's when I started considering joining house flipping formula and kind of ramping it up even more. And so that's when I joined, uh, like last end of last summer, basically. And, and you were hesitant, but your rationale was if I can just do one more deal or if this helps me in a little bit, it's worth it. And right. Um, yep. So, so you joined, um, now how many, so how many deals have you done since joining and how many deals do you have currently have going on? I see your whiteboard back there. I think you mentioned something about that before. Where are yeah. you at right now? Where have you been at in the last since since joining the program? So since I joined the program, um, I think I mentioned before that my wife and I had a goal that if we got on a certain pace and had a certain amount saved, then I could then I would go for it and leave my job. So since since I joined, I did. Um, I want to say you know probably in the last. Six-ish months since I've been a, a member of the program, we've 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 closed and sold um, about three more houses, maybe f- no four more houses done, completely done, sold and closed. And then, basically, this is crazy, but like at the end, between the end of last year and then just this year, with the momentum that we picked up, which is, you know, I'm a systems guy, um, always focusing on efficiency and. How do I personally stop doing this and stop doing that? I'm always focused. Every time I'm not spending, I you know I learned this from from you and 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 Danny too. Anytime I'm spending money or spending time doing anything other than looking at buying the next house, then I figure out how to stop doing it. Yes. I either get somebody else to do it or I just stop doing it altogether. 
Um, so anyway, I focused on all that. And now, as of today, so I had to look at the board. We have three. We have three houses that are sold and just waiting to close. The first one next week. So I basically have a closing over the next um, closing every three weeks for the next you know nine nine weeks. Awesome. And and I have four rehabs going on right now, and then I also have um, four houses under contract to start in the next so cool, uh, man. <laughs> basically the next 60 to 90 days one of them still fighting through a short sale thing but I, it's still technically under contract so i have four under contract to start that is awesome man and i've also uh and and you know i remember trying to figure out like how does this whole private money thing work why would anybody give me money to flip a house like all this stuff like it's just crazy how things work out and uh as of um as of last week, I, cr- I passed a million dollars in private money that <laughs> I have working now. So now it's all like it's all systems and just like I'm, I'm going to look at a house on Monday actually that I'm planning on if I can get it under contract cl- and close it. I'll time up the closing to roll the private money from a house I currently have a con- under contract on the sell side. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. But where did you learn you know, that? How did you learn? <laughs> where did you hear about that? I don't know. Some guy I talked about systems. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what I'm trying to do is just you know move the private money from one house to the next, and my investors have been thrilled. You know, they've been investing with me, and they'll never want to give you the money, and they'll never want the money back. They just want the interest. It's crazy. I, have, I guess that I, I've already got, you know, a couple of them of like, awesome. I see that house sold. Can't wait for the next one. I'm like, I didn't even ask you if I could use your money. Now it's like, it's funny yes. how it starts to reverse. Like they will Bill start, and a lot of them will start to have a lot more money than you ever thought they had. And they'll have oh. people that'll have money. I like literally have people right now who like, I, I it's too much, too many people want to give me their money. It's crazy. I yeah. guess. It's a good problem to have. And I'm getting to know more and more wealthy people too, because of what I just my my network like you said and like literally yeah. i was at an event last week and i was in a room with um about 50 millionaires because uh, they all had a qualified anyways long story I'll, I'll spare the details but it's like even the one guy in that group works with a bunch of dentists and he's like oh all my dentists want to they have million plus dollars they want to invest in. <laughs> so i'm going to talk to him and his people work with my people and it's just cr- it's crazy crazy I've well got- here's the Here's the new emotional issue I have now is like I feel obligated to find another house for them. So that's that's good pressure for me is, you know, I've got Joe Schmo and I'm using his money and he's super happy and pumped up. And I'm thinking, well, that house is sold and it's going to close in the first week of April. So now I got to go get another one to keep his money busy. So I feel an obligation to the lenders and the investors to keep them rolling. You'll be able to lower rates over time. And that's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. What are you saying? No, no, that's exactly what I was saying. It's like it's just funny how it's, you know, how those things just kind of change and evolve as you keep yeah, getting yeah. after it. So yeah, it's so cool. So you have eleven houses that are either under contract or that you that you own. That's crazy. It feel crazy to own like like I own like a bunch of houses. <laughs> yeah, a little scary, but yeah, it's great. <laughs> so you have these houses. What what are what are your goals from here on out? Like, what are your um, income goals like what is what is your lifestyle goals like share some of that with us because i think that's important yeah i'd love to um so you know a big part of it starts with lifestyle like i when when i decide to leave my my company my job uh, you know i was making really good money and i i I thought it would probably be a long time before i could ever kind of 
get back to that point of, you know, but I was willing to take the leap because I just thought about all the free time I would have and, um, you know, being able to spend more time with my kids and just kind of do what I want and travel a little bit. And, uh, so lifestyle was a, was a big goal and, and I, and I want to still improve on that. Like I'm still definitely in the early, early stages of trying to replace myself. I'm starting to, um, look at like hiring my first acquisitions person this year, um, that can help me. Um, and we have a couple of virtual assistants that have taken a lot of the tasks, which are awesome. And, but I'm going to need a local assistant here, which we actually are interviewing for right now to do some local, um, like bookkeeping and assistant type stuff here. But goal wise, my goal going into 2017 was, um, at some point during the year, I wanted to get on a pace of buying two houses a month at some point in the year. And, um, I've put five houses under contract so far this year in 2017. So it's like I blinked and all of a sudden we're kind of there now. So now I'm thinking like, okay, what's next? Like maybe it's not maybe it's three a month because, you know, it's just me out there doing all the acquisitions. I don't have any help yet. And it, it doesn't sound like a lot, but you know, it takes a lot of work for one person to go out, you know, put two houses under contract. At least it sounds like a lot to me. I mean, I know there's much bigger, companies doing way more than that, but they have a lot of employees. So two houses a month was the goal for 2017. We're kind of already getting that pace now. So, you know, like the game of whack-a-mole, I'm like, all right, well, clearly I'm, I've got some pretty good leads that I could do that, but I got to go out and raise some more private money. And, but that's starting to come to me now. So it's just a matter of timing it up and working those puzzle pieces out with the, the lending and the private money. So, you know, I would say for the year, um, at this point, it's not out of reach to, you know, do 25 deals, you know, if that's two a month plus a, a bonus one. I mean, that's, it just sounds crazy coming out of my mouth, honestly, like <laughs> last year in the, in the summer, I was, you know, I had one house going and was thinking about maybe doing it full time. But I mean, I might, if I keep after it like this, we could do 25 this year, potentially. And, and you might be surprised. You might do more. You or you might end up doing twenty five flips and a handful of wholesale deals because you had more houses than you knew what to do with. Right. And that's going to roll into next year. You're going to do fifty, and then anyway, it's, I've yeah. been there. Can you tell I've been there? <laughs> right. Yeah, and I we didn't really have a specific income goal because we just knew that if we stuck with what worked, like we stick with the numbers, we know our numbers, we know what our minimum profit is, and if we even if we did one a year or one a month, we would do fine. You know, I'd make you know, good money, comfortable, and we'd, we'd be fine. But if we did two a month, you know, that'd be a really nice, you know, boost. That's double our income, right? And, that's, and so it yeah. really didn't revolve around the profit or the income. It was just about stick with the system. We know it works. We know it's profitable. One a month, so it just stays. But And then, you know, I, I just made it two a month in 2017, and it just rolls from there. You just doubled your income, boom. <laughs> to a month. <laughs> that's what's so crazy. Like that never happened at the corporate job. <laughs> exactly. And that that's what I love about business. I mean, sometimes people are like, oh, it's kinda hard. I'm like, okay, so it's gonna be a little bit harder for the first few months. It, it give it your all and it'll change your life forever. And then you want a pay raise, boom, double your income, just double what you like. It is so crazy what you can do in, in business and in this business and I, like you said, I get excited, right? And I'm just like, people, do you not realize the opportunity here? I'm not saying it's easy, but it's so worth it. So it's been good. I get all excited. Ugh, love it. Love it. 
good stuff, man. Um, okay, well, we're yeah. we're kind of coming short here on time. I know I gotta let you go so you can go reach those goals and spend some time with those kids. But um, what are your what are your last words of inspiration for anyone out there who's either looking to get started or take things to that next level in their house flipping or wholesaling business? Yeah, I think um, so. Advice wise, you know, I'm far from an expert for sure. I'm still very much a learner and that sort of thing. But I think it's just, I think it's, this business is very much, you have to have kind of an odd sort of mix of being humble enough to understand that, you know, you, you don't know everything. And so you have to be willing to say that and ask for help and ask questions and learn constantly. Um, you can't be like, well, I'm afraid to ask it because it's a dumb question or whatever. So you have to be like humble and ask for help. And I've found that in the, in the, in this business in general, but particularly like with like everyone's very giving and willing to help. So I think it's a mix of that, but it's also, you know, having to have the kind of the confidence and the energy and the belief to know that it's possible and to get out there and make it happen. Like you can't, you can't be so humbled uh, that you're not going to take action. So you have to be a learner, but you also have to be a, a doer and go out there and apply what works and take action. Um, you know, this is possible for anyone. Anyone can do this, you know, and you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like there's successful people that have already figured it all out. They've already made, you know, 90% of the mistakes. You just learn from their mistakes before you make them. You still make your own and pick yourself up and dust off and move forward. Um, you know, and the, the action that you talk about is so huge and it, it's action in so many different ways. It's, you know, make offers and then make offers and then make offers. And when you feel like you're tired, then make some more offers. Exactly. And, and that goes to a lot of things. Like for me, it was about networking. I mentioned that, like I, I set a goal and said, you know, every, every two weeks and then every week I was going to reach out to one new investor, um, you know, locally or whatever that seemed to be successful, buy him coffee, ask him questions. Um, you know, I had goals that I was going to send, you know, whatever, 250 letters every month because I thought that was a lot at the time, but I was going to do it. And it doesn't matter what happened if people called and yelled at me because I'll send a mail and so be it. I was going to keep going because you had all these successful guys like you saying like, hey, this stuff works, like if you do it. So um, it's very much about taking action, setting goals, stick to your goals. They don't have to be hard and complicated, but you have to keep, you have to keep doing it, um, you know, and fail forward fast. You know, you say that all the time, just, just go, um, don't do anything stupid. And, but once you know enough to take action, get out there and make some small mistakes and pick yourself up and learn from it. And, you know, I learned to appreciate my mistakes just as much as I do my success. So, you know, I've definitely made my fair share of mistakes. Um, and yet I, I appreciate them and I learned from them. I had a house that, you know, I bought it, we're rehabbing it and we're doing the buyer inspection. I realized the entire attic was infested with mold. I never caught that. I never thought to climb up in the attic, you know, but because I stuck to my numbers and what, when I bought it, you know, we didn't lose our shirt on the house. Yeah. I made a little less money than I thought I was going to, but I said, well, I guess I need to make sure I'm, you know, somebody's looking in the attic every time. And it's not that I won't buy a house if it has it. I just need to figure that into the cost to remediate. So that, you know, that's a mistake that I, I made and I learned from. And two days later I was over it and said, well, 
you know, on on with the next one. You'll get to a point where you're over something like that in two minutes. That's, that's kind of how I am. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, starting to get there. I've I've made the foundation mistake. I've made the the mold in the attic. You know, there's there's plenty of them. I'm sure there's many many more that are going to happen, but it's just part of the business. You'll actually get to the point where you don't even hear about those mistakes. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> I dream about that. I can't imagine that, but I hope I'm there someday. Don't even hear about them. It's like, oh, okay. It's like a spreadsheet. What did we make on this house? What did we make on this house? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Yeah. Why isn't that one as good as we thought? Oh, we found mold. Okay, next. It's like, boom. All right. <laughs> yeah, Danny, Danny was talking about on his video the other day when, like, the first time he came out to meet with you and, like, you were like, yeah, sure, I'll pick you up. And then he, he, he said something about, like, um, he's like, let's go look at the houses you have. And you're like, I don't know where they are. <laughs> was so and so... I was telling, I was talking to my wife about that. I'm like, listen to what has come. And she was like, what does he mean? He doesn't know where the house are. Cause she's used to me, you know, I, I run around to the houses yeah. and I have a really good contractor and he's very good and I don't have to babysit him, but I'm just interested in it. So I, I go to the houses and check on things and stuff. And so she was like, is that possible? Like, how does that, how would that even work? I'm like, it's possible. I'm telling you someday, someday we're going to get there. Well, it's like, I mean, you mentioned that you used to work for um, a very large, well-known company, which may yeah. be named after a fruit. No, just <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, and uh, it's like when you think about, okay, let's, let's not even talk about the company you work for. Let's talk about Apple. Let's, <laughs> if you think, because I actually use this analogy all the time. And the, the, the CEO of Apple doesn't necessarily like know every single little tiny thing that's going on in every single Apple store all the time, right? He yep. doesn't have to because he has people that are taking care of that. He has systems that are making sure that the people are taking care of that. So that's all. I always look at yeah. things from a high level. People say, how is this possible? I say, why not? I say, let's figure out how it can be possible. And I just have done that bit by bit by bit over the years to where it's almost like I almost don't even talk about it all the time because people can't even fathom how it how it works but yeah but it does if you have the right systems in place. so yep. anyway all right well that was a long last piece of advice but that, that's hey we like to over deliver right <laughs> <laughs> um well thank you so much tim this has been invaluable for our listeners and myself and i just want to thank you and i and i, I can't wait to talk to you again and uh, 12 months from now and, and see where you're at then. And uh, it's just really exciting. This is so fulfilling for me to in, be able to talk to people like you and, and that have gone for it and taken those steps and taken that action and, and are making it happen. It's it's really exciting. I would never have uh, been able to do what I'm doing if I hadn't found you. I can tell you that with certainty. Uh, I mean, maybe someday part of it, but like when I'm feeling like it's a struggle or whatever, I just like, I'll listen to your podcast and like, Man, That's I can awesome, do this. Man. That's cool. Man. Thanks, man. Yep. It means, means a lot. It's always confirmation to keep keep doing what I'm doing. So, yeah, keep it. doing it, man. You're you're changing lives. That's for sure. Thanks, man. All right, I gotta go before I get like emotional. <laughs> so I've got my uh, ticket to flip hacking live. So I'll meet you in the uh, fall October. Is that when it is? Yeah, October is it 12, 13, 14? Hey, I'm I'm horrible with dates, but whatever. Thursday, it's Friday, in my Saturday. I know that I've got October. the ticket. So. I'll meet you then. Okay. It's going to be good stuff, man. All right. Tell tell Katie Thanks. and the kids hi. And uh, tell Katie we'll be waiting for that interview in a, a few months from here <laughs> to hear the verse.
we'll hear her side of the story. <laughs> That's right. It's totally different. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Thanks, Tim. All right. Thanks, Justin. Woo! Is Tim the man or what? Love that guy. I, I'm calling it right now. Within the next 12 months, Tim will make a multiple six-figure income. And the year after that, he's going to hit seven figures. I'm calling it. You heard it here first. Um, he just is. He's on that trajectory. And I'm, I'm super excited for him and, and what that's going to do for, for him and his family. You know, he took a little risk. He left a high-paying job and, and took a leap of faith and definitely going to pay off. If you would like to join Tim and change your life for the next 12 months, I invite you to go to housewomenformula.com now and join us. The doors are only going to be open for a little bit longer. If you're listening to this podcast later on, they might be closing right away or they might be closed, but go to housewomenformula.com and join us. Where do you want to be in 12 months? Wherever you want to be, you know, this business can get you there and, and we can help you cut that learning curve and, and not many make not make any of the mistakes along the way. So go to housewomenformula.com right now. We cannot wait to help you in 2017 to create your very own house of being a wholesaling business or take your current business to that next level. Other than that, keep taking action, guys, and we will see you soon on the House Flipping HQ podcast. Bye-bye. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com. <laughs> I should post that on Facebook. That'd be really great. Although it's not like people aren't used to you singing your beautiful song on your podcast. You're the only one I've ever known. La la lulili la lu. That's all I know. And I can't think of any other words. Please forgive me. I know not what I do. Please forgive me. I can't stop loving you. Don't deny me this pain I'm going through. Please forgive me. Can't stop loving you. Don't what I said is true. Please forgive me. I can't stop loving you. <laughs> that was awesome. But the coolest part was, is that I was sitting there singing that song and you picked it up right where I was at. It was like trippy, like earlier today. P.S. I just doubled the mileage on this car. Boom.